Morning, Mama. <laughs> I hope you're having an amazing day. For many of you, it's probably not the morning, but really a lot of you uh, in your reviews or wherever you're talking to me say that you listen every morning. So it's just funny that that's our title because it wasn't necessarily meant to be that, but uh, that's great. Obviously, God <laughs> had something deeper in that. So whatever time of day, I hope you're having an amazing day. I'm excited to come and chat with you today just about something that God has been speaking to me. I love whenever I get to kind of relay his voice and like what I'm currently walking through and learning and relay it to you because uh, it's just so fresh and um, yeah, God's just been moving. So I'm excited to talk to you a little bit about fear. Uh, we, we talk about this a lot on the podcast because it's such a relevant issue in our world today. But today we're going to talk about like when you have to do the scary thing, when you have to step into something that God is asking you to step into, how do you get through that? Like, how do you not be paralyzed in fear and, or like do it and be fine, but also just be an anxious mess where you don't even enjoy it. You don't, you just dread it. Like what, how do we get out of that? So we're going to talk about that today. But before we jump in, I just wanted to share a couple of reviews that have been left lately on the podcast. Uh, just a reminder, it really means the world to me when you take a minute and leave a review. It just helps me feel encouraged, but it also helps grow the podcast. It helps it get more visible just because of the algorithm and how it works. And I love just knowing that more mamas get to hear the word of God. So thank you for doing that. Uh, if you've been listening for a couple episodes now, just right now, pause this episode, go leave a review on Apple Podcasts, a starred and a written review, and that would mean the world to me. So thank you for that. Just want to read a couple quick ones. Um, the most recent one we just got was from Hollis Design Co. And she said, I've only listened to one episode so far. <laughs> I love, first of all, I just love that she was like, I'm a labor of you right away. Like that, that makes my heart so happy. Um, but she's only listened to one episode so far and I'm eager to jump into all of them. This podcast is a resource from God and will help me and my husband parent our little ones well, making a ripple effect for generations. It's exactly what I've been looking for. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Hollis Designs Co. You are amazing. Thank you for this. Uh, it just really means so much to me. And uh, just that image of making a ripple effect. Gosh, this one really like got to my heart. I was like, oh my gosh. Okay. This is really angering. So <laughs> thank you for that. That is huge. And I hope you've continued to find what you're looking for past the first episode. <laughs> um, and one more we'll do today. It's from Brie Ham B. And it says, I have been loving this podcast. I'm a newbie to listening to podcasts. And I came across this one and I listen almost every morning. See? See the morning? Yep. <laughs> While putting on my makeup. It's truly so encouraging, challenging, and enlightening. Great way to start my mornings. I love that so much. It is It is a good, good way to start your day. Most of the time, it's encouraging, sometimes challenging, but you know, it's great. I hope to always be encouraging even in the midst of challenge. So anyways, just want to read a couple of those and say thank you so much. And um, if you haven't done that yet, please just go do that now. It, it's so huge for me. So thank you. But without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. 
Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. Mama. So we are talking today about just stepping into the scary things and how we can do that well, how we can do it without being consumed by anxiety and just kind of being taken over by all of the the lies that can swarm in our minds and uh, just the fear that can take over our body, our minds, our hearts. And the reason I'm telling, I'm sharing this with you today is because this is something God has been speaking to me personally. And part of the reason is because I've just been doing a lot of scary stuff lately. It's scary for me and maybe it doesn't feel scary for you, but we all have different things that feel scary, right? And so obviously like starting this podcast, that was terrifying. Um, and I've shared a little bit with you just got what God has spoken to me on the journey and what that has looked like. And, you know, there's been speaking uh, engagements I've gotten through this podcast and those were super terrifying. But recently I I had a new level of terrifying, which probably sounds silly to you because, you know, I've done, I've gone and spoken in person at like mom's events and that, while that was very scary, um, there was something more recently that felt even more scary than that. And many of you will not understand why it feels more scary, but I have been recently, um, you know, every few months been emceeing at my church. Not like the whole service, but like we have a, a moment in the service. Um, one part is landing worship and just transitioning from worship into the sermon. And we do a few announcements there. And so, uh, you know, off and on throughout the months, they've asked me to be a part of that. And <laughs> this is so scary for me. And it's just a couple minutes. It's uh, scripted, right? Like, uh, you know, I can add in a little bit here and there, but you know, I already have the bullet points. I'm not like preaching a sermon, um, <laughs> but it has been so scary. And, you know, I think the reason for that is because, you know, as much as it's intimidating to speak in front of a bunch of moms at the same time, like they are people I don't know. They, you know, it's, it's more an anonymous. Like I'm, I'm there for a minute. They, they won't see me again unless they check me out on the podcast. But even then we're not in our, you know, everyday lives together, but my church is filled with people I do live with and the people, some of the people that I respect the most on this world and our pastors who like, I just want to live up to, you know, their expectations. And, you know, they're obviously always cheering me on. But, you know, I just have these things in my head. And so those moments have been so terrifying. And I have, I have had temptations at times to, you know, when these moments, I know I'm scheduled, I know it's coming up on a Sunday and, you know, for weeks ahead, I know it's coming. And so I I can easily, if I let myself just go into this cycle of dread and it's like, oh my gosh, this is coming up in three weeks. I have to do this. This is coming up in two weeks. Oh, what am I going to do? How am I going to do this? This is coming up in one week, right? Like for so long before, and especially in, you know, the weekend and, and even the moments before going on, I can so easily get into that cycle. But as I was kind of preparing for one of those events recently, uh, God just kind of spoke to me some things that just really helped me because I kind of in that moment realized I had a choice of where I was going to allow my thoughts to go and had a choice about how much I was going to like 
perseverate on it and, and really just think endlessly about it before that time came, you know, cause sometimes we feel like we need to do that to prepare. Like sometimes it feels like I have to think through every moment. I have to think through every possible thing that could go wrong. Otherwise, if I'm not thinking about it, I'm not going to be ready. I'm not, you know, but I think often that worry, actually I know that worry does not actually help us prepare. And so God was so kind to kind of uh, give the, give me this analogy that I have clung to every time I have done this since and, and in different moments as well. You know, anytime I'm even coming to talk to you or other things as well in my life that scare me. And we'll talk about what some of those might be in your life. But this, this, idea that God gave me, this analogy God gave me, uh, comes from the book of Matthew. And it was just so powerful for me. So this is from Matthew 14. It's We're going to read through verses 22 through 33. I'm reading through the ESV version. And this is a story, I'm sure you've heard it. Um, this is when Peter gets to walk on the water towards Jesus. So well, let me read it to you. Um, so just give you the, the backstory. We'll start in verse 22. It says, immediately he made the disciples get into the boat. This is Jesus. Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side while he dismissed the crowds. And after he had dismissed the crowds, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. Stop there for a second. This is completely <laughs> not related to the topic, but I just uh, love this imagery and this reminder of the fact that Jesus, right, the Son of God, he is God, he needs to take time alone to go and pray. So that's just such, you know, we could have a whole podcast just in and of itself. And, you know, we have talked about how important your quiet times are, but Jesus models this for us. This is, this is why I'm constantly emphasizing, Hey, you got to get some time away from your kids to be with God. Cause this is an essential part of our relationship with God. Like we need this time away. And, you know, if any of you struggle with boundaries and maybe you're in ministry or, um, just serve a lot or whatever that like you're constantly pouring into other people and you feel like, well, I shouldn't take time away from myself. Like I shouldn't, I should just pour in a little bit more and, and I have some time, so I should give it to someone else. I don't, I don't really need that time alone by myself. Okay. But if Jesus, <laughs> the son of God needed that time alone, so do you. And if Jesus, you know, he only had his ministry, gosh, I should know. Like, I think it was like three years, maybe less, right? 33, 30 to 33. Am I right? Okay. Um, you know, that that's a short time. And so he knew he only had that time, but yet he didn't feel guilty for, for going away, for leaving all of the people that needed him just to go pray for a minute and longer than a minute, right? To go pray for a period of time. He left his disciples. He left the people that needed him because he knew, right? He's perfect. He knows this is what he needs in order to have a healthy relationship with his father, God. This is what he needs in order to pour into all of these people, in order to speak into the disciple, disciples' lives, in order to, to heal the crowds and, and go through everything he was going through. He needed this away. So I just want you to remember that the next time you feel guilty for trying to get some time alone with Jesus, no, this is how we were designed. We need this time. That's total side note, little bonus for you. <laughs> I just had to touch on that for a minute. So anyways, Jesus went by himself to pray and then it continues and it says, when evening came, he was there alone, but the boat by this time was a long way from the land, beaten by the waves for the wind was against them. So there's, a, there's kind of a storm happening in the water. The boat that his disciples went in is, is far away. So far away from the land and there's a storm happening. 
So the waves are big, right? That's like the, the wind makes these big waves. So then it goes on and it says, and in the fourth watch of the night, he came to them walking on the sea. So Jesus is walking towards the disciples on the water. It says, but when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, it is a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them saying, take heart. It is I do not be afraid. And Peter answered him, Lord, if it was you command me to come out to you on the water. And Jesus said to him, come. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came to Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and he began to sink and he cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and took hold of him, saying to him, oh, you have little faith. Why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased and those in the boat worshiped him, saying, truly, you are the son of God. So there's there's so much to unpack here at the end. But, um, you know, first of all, I just love how Peter actually asked Jesus if he could come out to the water if he could come out to the water towards him, that, that, that he wanted Jesus to ask him that he told him to command him to do this. And uh, I just love the boldness of that. This is again, kind of a, a side note, but that we can ask God boldly for things in prayer. Like when we're talking to God, which is what prayer is, we can ask things boldly. Like, and if we feel this call to do something, right, there was some call on Peter's heart to walk on that water he asked God to allow him to do that. And so when we're stepping into these, these big things that God has for us, like even when there are things that we are wanting and we are envisioning, you know, there's a God seed in our heart that, that created that dream and that desire, but we can actually ask God for those things. And he's going to be with us in those things. If he says yes, because you notice Jesus then said yes. I just love that because it's like, okay, these dreams in my heart, like I don't have to, to feel ashamed of them. I don't have to be, be scared of them. I don't have to think that because it's, it feels like my dream that I'm going to have to go it alone. No, we got to align with Jesus. We got to say, Hey Jesus, I want to do this dream. Are you saying yes to this? And then he's going to, you know, say yes or no. And, and, but when he says yes, like he's in it with us. So that's the first part that kind of stood out to me, but you know, kind of the main point I want to get to is that Jesus or Peter began walking on the water towards Jesus. So Peter had this call. Jesus said yes to it. He, he got out on the water and he just started doing it. He's doing it. He's doing this dream. He had this crazy idea. He's, he's following it. He's, he's walking toward Jesus. He's actually doing it. Like he is on the water. He's on top of the waves. Like he is making this happen, which is so exciting. But then, right? Okay. So then we see, but when he saw the wind, he was afraid and he began sinking and cried out, Lord, save me. So Peter's doing great. He stepped into this scary thing, this big dream, this crazy idea that Jesus said yes to. He stepped into it and he's doing it. He's running the course. He's doing it. But all of a sudden he takes his eyes off of Jesus and he looks at the waves. He looks at all of the things around him that are telling him he shouldn't be able to do this right now. These giant scary waves that are, are probably splashing him and hear the roar of them. And I don't know if like the ground, if it was moving, like, I don't know if he's walking on the waves as they're moving or if, but these waves, you know, are, are trying to grab at his attention and, and in doing so, Peter shifts his attention from Jesus onto those waves. 
And in that moment, that is when he begins to sink. And so mama, you know, often Jesus calls us to to walk on water, to do this crazy dream, this big, impossible thing to go out and, you know, for me to MC at my church, because you got to remember, remember my backstory, like uh, feelings of inadequacy, anxiety, like wanting to shrink back. Remember, if you remember me sharing on the beginning episodes, I went through all of high school uh, college and grad school without raising my hand, except for like maybe one or two handfuls of times uh, in total. So that's me. That's a good picture of me. Right. And here I am being called to speak on stage. Not even like, right. Not even a sermon, just, just some emceeing, but in front of the people that I love and respect. So the, the, to me, that's walking on water. And so, you know, I want to start by saying like, whatever it looks like for you, walking on water can be a lot of different things. Walking on water can be taking even the tiniest step into your calling, like saying yes to emceeing. Walking on water can be trying to heal again, right? Maybe you've tried for so long to heal and you've gone to a therapist and you've tried to do this and you've tried that and it's never worked and you've just hit a rock again and again, hit a wall. You feel like you can't go on, but here you are at this podcast. God brought you here. And so maybe walking on water for you is just trying again and putting some hope in God that maybe, maybe still he can heal you. Maybe it's not over. Maybe this is not how it always has to be forever. So that can be walking on water. Maybe it's being a parent, right? Like in our culture, we talk all the time about how there's so much fear surrounding us in this world. We know it's broken and we can so easily look around us and look at all the waves that are crashing on our kids, right? All of these ideologies, all of these beliefs, all of the, 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 you know, dangerous things happening in the world. We can look at all of that and so easily start to sink, right? So walking on water can be so many things. Maybe it's just even just stepping into that role as a parent and trusting that you are equipped for that and that God has called you to it and that you're good enough, right? It can be so many things. Maybe it's maybe it's just sticking it out in a marriage that's really hard and it feels like it's never going to get better. But whatever whatever it is for you, whatever kind of water Jesus is calling you to walk on to, and you're going to know it's water because it feels impossible. It feels terrifying. It feels scary. But when we look at this, whatever that water is for you, what we see in this story is that it doesn't actually have to be scary. And no matter how big, like we're, ta- I've talked, you know, maybe about things, maybe that feels smaller to you, but maybe this is even the big thing, right? Starting a business. Maybe it's writing a book. Maybe it is starting a podcast, but like what, what, whatever the big thing is, maybe it's that, but no matter how big, doesn't matter how small, how big, how, how wide, whatever, it doesn't have to be scary. We see that because when Peter kept his eyes on Jesus, when Peter was trusting in Jesus's voice, because Jesus said, yes, come out on the water towards me. When Jesus, or when Peter trusted in that, kept his eyes on Jesus, he wasn't afraid. He was doing the thing. He was walking on the water. He was, he was making it happen. And so I, I got hit with this realization that this thing that was coming up that I could so easily spend so much of my time just, just wading through anxiety and, and trying to control it through worry and just letting my mind go to all of the what ifs. 
instead of doing that, I had another option. And that option was to keep my eyes on Jesus and trust that if he said yes to me walking on this water, he was going to take care of me. And I don't need to worry. And I don't need to overplan. And I don't need to think about it endlessly for weeks up until the date. Like, I just need to say yes and keep my eyes on him. Now, that just doesn't mean I don't prepare. Like, I, I need to practice a couple times. I need to, you know, be ready and whatever that looks like. And, you know, the more I've done it, the less I've had to practice. Like, it just, you know, I start to know the little script, right? But all that to say, we don't, we don't skip practicing. But there's a big difference between practicing and preparing and trying to control it through worry and over preparing and thinking through every scenario like we were talking about. And so I realized I actually don't have to be scared. And, you know, because part of me felt like in order to honor this, in order to make sure that I was, I was feeling the weight of this ask, because I do not want to, for a second, uh, diminish just the gravity of being on the stage, of being trusted to be on that stage, because it's a big deal, right? I'm a representation of my pastors to, to the church. Even if it's just the announcements, it's still a big deal. Like that's, that is, you know, a representation of who they are. And so, I don't want to, you know, part of me felt like I needed to overthink it and over prepare and overanalyze because that was the responsible thing to do. That was, or, or that, you know, and maybe you can relate to this part. I felt like I wasn't good enough for it. And so if I, I felt like I had to think through that lens and try and figure out, oh, can I be good enough for this? And, and try and figure out if, okay, how am I going to do this with, with not being good enough? And, but God told me, I don't have to think through that lens at all. Not for a second. I, I know it's a lie. I know it's a lie that I'm not good enough, right? God's been speaking that to me and healing me as I've, as I walk through my four steps, as I get closer to God, like I, that, that lie has been healed in my life. And so now I can walk with freedom. I don't have to be weighed down by that lie anymore because sometimes those lies just make us think that we have to take extra steps to do whatever it is God's calling us to. But that's not true. Those lies are lies. (laughs) So we can just cut them off and just step into the thing that God is calling us to. So we always, always have that choice. What are we going to do? Are we going to fix our eyes on Jesus or are we going to look at the waves? Because the waves are real, right? Like it's that talked about how big the waves are. The wind is blowing. The waves are big. Those are real. Like they can actually drown someone. They're, that's We're not trying to say the waves aren't there. We're not trying to say we're walking on, you know, some solid ground. I mean, Jesus made it solid, but you know what I mean, right? Like the the waves are real. So we're not ignoring them. We are just trusting in God's voice when he says, come to me. He says yes to that call. We're stepping out and trusting in that voice. Because again, those things that we have to do are big. The things in culture pulling at our kids are big. All of that is big. However, who is bigger? Jesus. And so we have to keep our eyes on him. And so, you know, like certain days, I absolutely can relate to Peter. I start to feel like I'm drowning. I start to feel like I, I don't know how to keep walking forward. Like I'm just sinking. And, and, and I realize in those moments, it's because I've begun to look around me instead of at Jesus. All of these different parts of my life that, that just 
add up, right? Like the podcast, the academy that we're running right now, uh, overseeing connect groups at my church, I'm seeing like I'm talking about doing speaking events, parenting, having a marriage, like it all adds up. And again, the waves are real, real in every one of those categories. And there's more, the waves are real. There are real things that are hard. There are real things that are drawing my attention to them that are not easy, but I have a choice. It's not helpful to just stare at the waves. It's not helpful just to, to constantly look around me and try and figure out how I can manage it all better. And, and what am I going to do? And I worry about, right? Like I can so easily get in that cycle. And again, we have to prepare, we have to plan, we have to be organized, but we keep our eyes on Jesus. So literally like those moments that I feel like I'm going to drown, whether it's like a small thing like I'm seeing that's coming up or whether it's just a week where I'm feeling overwhelmed, I literally picture myself walking on the water. And I want you to, to take this, like as you're going into your thing, whatever it looks like for you to walk on the water, I want you to remember this. I literally picture myself being in this boat that's swaying, right? Like swaying in the waves. And I can see Jesus coming towards me and he tells me to come. And I get out of the boat, right? This boat that's shaking and moving. And I step out of the boat. And as I step, I'm not sinking. I'm on firm ground, but I'm not looking down. I'm not looking at the waves. I can feel the waves splashing me. I can smell the salty air. I can hear the roar of them. They're there, but my eyes aren't on them. My eyes are on Jesus. And I don't look down. And in my mind, I just imagine myself walking towards him, just one foot in front of the other, but my eyes aren't on my feet. My eyes aren't worrying about where I'm going to trip or if I can get through this big wave that's coming. (laughs) My eyes are on Jesus. And when I do that, I'm reminded that I do not have to fear. I do not have to let any of these things get to me. And we know this is true too, because there is a scripture is replete with verses about not fearing. Do not fear for I am with you. Do not be afraid for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. That's Isaiah 41 10. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything with prayer and supplication, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. That's Philippians 4, 6, and 7. And you need to arm yourself with these verses. There's a million more, but you need to have them ready because this is the truth. We have a choice. We do not need to be afraid. The other option is trust. The other option is God's peace. No matter how big the waves, we do not need to be afraid. And with that, you don't need to know how you're going to do it. You don't need to understand how it's going to work. You don't even understand it. Is the water turning into ground or is there like a, a, a surface over top of it? it? You don't need to understand any of it. You don't need to understand if there's special things on your shoes that are making you float, right? Like however Jesus made it so that Peter could walk, he didn't need to understand that. He didn't need to understand how he was going to overcome, how he was going to keep walking, how it was going to prevent him from sinking. He didn't need to understand any of that. He just needed to trust in Jesus and keep his eyes fixed on him. So whatever you're walking through, mama, whatever that big thing is, that big storm, the scary thing, just, just stop looking at it. Stop consuming yourself with it. Stop filling your brain and your mind and your heart with, with all of the what ifs, with all of the worries, with all of the trying to control it all. And just get your eyes on Jesus 
and let him guide you. You know, whenever I find myself like in a moment of, of worry and I'm like, wait, how are we going to make this happen? What, what am I going to do with this? I'm like, all of a sudden I'll snap out of it and be like, whoa, wait a minute. I don't have to worry. Oh my gosh. I forgot for a second. This is cool. Okay. Okay. God says if I, if I feel like I need to worry just to pray. And so then I'm like, okay, God, Hey, I'm, and even if it's something small, right. But I'm, I'm worried about this thing and I'm feeling confused or I don't know what to do, or I don't know how it's all going to work out, but you know what, God, you told me not to worry. So you got it. I'm releasing it to you. Tell me what to do. Show me what to do. Uh, help us find a path out. I know you've got this. And it can be so simple as that is just reminding yourself you don't actually have to let your mind go there. And it's just about growing that trust that God has you no matter what. So let me pray for you, Mama. And Jesus, I just thank you that we can trust you. I thank you that you are bigger than any and all waves. I thank you that that you have us taken care of, that you have a path for us right to you, God. And whatever big thing it is that you're calling us to in this moment or in the future, God, I know that you have a plan for that. And you've said yes to us because you have that plan. You're not going to let us sink. And even, even if we take our eyes off like Peter did, you're going to pull us right back up. And so God, we just thank you that we can trust in you in that. We thank you that, um, we, we really, there's no need for worry that you've got us. I just pray for freedom for every mama that's listening, God, that you would just help her just to release the shackles of fear, help her to stop worrying about the waves. God, just, just show her how to do that. Show her how to walk this out. And supernaturally, God, just, just help her to, to increase her faith in this moment, increase her trust that she doesn't have to manage it all. She doesn't have to look at it all. God, you have her in this. And then we just thank you, God, for your goodness. And, um, yeah, just that trust that we can have in you, no matter what we love you. And we thank you in Jesus name. We pray. Amen. Love you, mama. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you. Mama.